Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another Injury Report Recap. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you for this Thursday recap as the Pittsburgh Steelers prepare for the Houston Texans this Sunday at Heinz Field. My gosh, we've talked about the headlines ad nauseum. J.J. Watt coming to town. We know that Derek and TJ are on the Steelers. It's a Watt family reunion. God, that would be tough. It would be really tough as a parent. You know, if your three sons were all playing in a football game and you couldn't attend, I'm not talking about rooting interest because as a parent, if anyone out there is a parent, you don't really root. You just root for your kids to succeed. I don't think if I was Papa Watt that I would care who won the game. I would just want my kids to be healthy and I would want them to play well, but not being able to be there in person has to be difficult. It really has to be tough. Nonetheless, This is the game coming up, and for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the premise of this podcast is to break down the injury report. Now, we're in day two. Day one was different. Day one's injury injury report had a lot of names on it, a lot of names that really weren't that necessary to talk about. For instance, Ben Roethlisberger had a day off. Juju Smith-Schuster did not practice with a knee. Deontay Johnson did not practice with a toe. David DeCastro was back a full participant. Marquise Pouncey got a day off. Stefan Tua got a day off. Cameron Hayward got a day off. And Tyson Alualu had a knee. Now, I got to be honest. Before this injury report came out, I got a text or a Slack message from Dave Schofield, co-editor of Behind the Steel Curtain. And he said, what do you think is going to happen with his injury report? He goes, I think everyone's going to be fully participated. I think everyone's going to be healthy. It's, it's literally going to be a clean slate for the Steelers. I said, well, I agree with you. I think that everyone's going to come back. We had seen players like Deontay Johnson show up on the injury report and then be full participants later. It, it seemed like, well, th- this is probably what it's going to be. So about 3 o'clock rolls around. I check my phone. Bam, there it is. All of them report back, full participants, every single player that was on the Wednesday report, except Juju Smith-Schuster. That's right, folks. Juju Smith-Schuster did not participate in practice on Thursday. Wasn't limited. DNP did not participate. That's a little concerning. Everyone assumed that on Wednesday it was a day off. Let him rest those bumps and bruises that are you know, obviously come with the territory of being a professional football player. But then all of a sudden he misses Thursday. Again, I'm not throwing up the red flag saying, whoa, hello, watch out. He could still come back and be a full participant Friday and play. But this is a little concerning. If it's a, it's not a giant red flag, it's just one of those little ones. You know, those little red flags. Think when Sammy Sosa after 9-11 ran out onto Wrigley Field with that tiny little American flag. It's one of those little red flags. It's something to take note of. And we'll talk about the fantasy impact in a second. But ultimately, the Steelers are still a really healthy team. Even though Juju Smith-Schuster is a big part of the offense, he's a, a one of the favorite targets of Ben Roethlisberger. No one's saying that that's not the case. But my goodness, it is definitely something to keep an eye on as the Steelers prepare for the Texans on Sunday. 1 p.m. kick, by the way. Don't think it's a primetime game or even a late afternoon game. It's a 1 p.m. kick at Heinz Field. So what about the Texans? Let's go to the other side of the board. The Houston Texans on Wednesday, they had a bunch of players limited. No one did not practice. So we had Brandon Cooks, which might be the biggest name on that list, wide receiver Brandon Cooks. He was still limited with his quad injury. So he was limited on Wednesday, limited again on Thursday. Duke Johnson, another, he's a former Cleveland Brown. The Steelers know him well. He was limited with an ankle on Wednesday, limited again on Thursday. Uh, Laramie Tunsil, 
was limited. That's a tackle. That's the guy they traded two first-round picks with the Miami Dolphins for. He was limited with an elbow on Wednesday and still limited with the elbow on Thursday. All the other players, J.J. Watt and his groin, Titus Howard and ankle, uh, the fullback, all were full participants. But those four players, Cooks, Johnson, Tunsil, and I'm sorry, I forgot inside linebacker Peter, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the last name, Kalambayi maybe? Hamstring, he was limited too. So what this boils down to is, my goodness, this is going to be a really interesting Friday report. Now, if you don't know how it works, on Friday, all teams will put out their final designation for the upcoming game. So this is where you'll see maybe Juju Smith-Schuster is listed as questionable, or maybe he's listed as doubtful, or if he took a, if it got worse, maybe he's listed as out. Uh, maybe you see someone like Brandon Cooks as questionable, Duke Johnson, same, or maybe he's doubtful with an ankle. Some of these players that are considered game time decisions. This is where on Friday you see exactly what's happening with that injury report. The Steelers are in good shape. They are in good shape. And I think that even without Juju Smith-Schuster, they are in good shape. But I always try to tie this into some type of fantasy football context for those that are out there. For the, for the Houston Texans side, Brandon Cooks is a main target for Deshaun Watson. Duke Johnson is a backup. Uh, Laramie Tunsil is a starting tackle. So... This all ties together. <clears throat> so Duke Johnson, if he were to miss, I think they'd be okay. They still have David Johnson. Brandon Cooks missing is a pretty big deal. It's a pretty big deal. Laramie Tunsil not being 100% going up against the pass rush that is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeesh. If you have offensive players for the Texans, this might be a reason, Cooks and Tunsil mainly, that you want to kind of avoid those specific players this week, whether you're doing daily fantasy or whether you do uh, traditional fantasy football, it does not matter. Because if Laramie Tunsil, who should be considered probably their best offensive lineman, is not healthy and is not fully healed, and his elbow, think about that. An offensive tackle with an elbow injury going up against Bud Dupree and or TJ Watt, I'm not sure which side of the field he plays on. But still, that's going to be a tough task. And that could mean that they're going to set up camp in Deshaun Watson's lap. And so, therefore, if you might want to think twice about Deshaun Watson, playing him if you're in, if you're interested. I'm not sure if many people would sign up to play. Even Deshaun Watson is an incredible talent, and he could definitely give the Steelers fits. I am not saying that he won't or he couldn't. But at the same time, I also realize that the Pittsburgh Steelers' defense is pretty legit. We'll put it that way. They're legit even without an offense having injuries, and obviously the Houston Texans have some injuries uh, going into week three. Whether they're serious or not, we're not sure. We'll find out on Friday. But as for the Steelers, Juju Smith-Schuster not playing. Let's say he misses the game. Let's just run this scenario out there. If Juju Smith-Schuster doesn't play, and this could be, I mean, yeah, we're talking fantasy football, but this is actually talking about what the Steelers might do. I've always said that I feel that the Steelers could withstand one injury on their wide receiving core but add in two, and then they're in trouble. So if Juju Smith-Schuster, let's say that the knee turns to be bad, and like, okay, we got to let him go. We're just, okay, Juju Smith-Schuster, you're, you're going to sit this one out. I think they'll be okay with James Washington, Deontay Johnson. You would see increased snaps from Chase Claypool. Absolutely see some increased snaps with Chase Claypool. And then Ray-Ray McLeod might get some looks. I think what you would see, and if I'm a fantasy football owner, and I'm looking at Juju Smith-Schuster not playing. 
I am going to try to get Deontay Johnson if I can. I'm also going to try to get Chase Claypool if I can. And I'm also going to try to get Eric Ebron if I can. Because the one thing the Steelers offense has shown is they are going to spread the ball around. And I don't think just because Juju Smith-Schuster may or may not be in that lineup will have any impact on the fact that the Steelers still want to make sure they spread the ball around. So what I'm saying is from a fantasy football standpoint, if you have Juju Smith-Schuster or if you're in daily fantasy and you see that Juju's questionable or doubtful and he's not going to play this week, then by all means, make accommodations so that you're prepared. I think that if Juju doesn't play, you're going to see more Chase Claypool. Tell me one reason why that shouldn't get fans excited. Because Chase Claypool, holy cow, I mean, every time he's on the field, he seems like he's making big plays. Whether it was the pass, his first reception on the sideline against New York in Week 1, the 84-yard touchdown in Week 2 against Denver, but let's not forget the reverse end-around that he had to seal the win against the Giants on Monday Night Football. This kid makes plays. Has yet to drop a pass to turn his way, by the way. Keep that in mind. So Chase Claypool, I think he was already due to see an increased snap. He's going to see his snaps go up. Why wouldn't you give him a little bit more? But at the same time, if Juju's out, then you're going to see Chase Claypool out there even more. And Chase Claypool, just by that 84-yard touchdown pass, I think that you're going to see him play a lot anyways. Even if Juju does end up playing, I think that Juju might, according to everyone on Twitter and the sources inside the locker room, is that no one has shown any concern about Juju not playing. So it might be a situation where they give him an extra day off. Maybe he comes back in a limited capacity on Friday or he practices Friday and he might be good to go on Sunday. But even if he doesn't play, Chase Claypool playing and being on the field after that 84-yard catch and run, that's a threat that they're going to have to account for. That's going to open up things a lot underneath. If they want to play that quarters coverage, then Deontay Johnson underneath is just going to eat him alive. But who am I? I'm just a podcaster. What do I know? In the meantime, I want to make sure everyone is aware that tomorrow, Friday, I will be back tomorrow afternoon to give you the final recap leading up to the game. But make sure that you check out all of our podcasts wherever you listen. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow morning, Friday morning, with the Let's Ride podcast to talk about everything for this upcoming game as well as my picks, which have been awful. Oh, my gosh. You would be smart to pick the opposite, and you would do well. I'll tell you that right now. Also, uh, tonight, Thursday night, I'll be live on the YouTube with Dave Schofield and Brian Anthony Davis for the Steelers Preview Podcast. Make sure you check us out live on YouTube. Search, Go to YouTube and search BTSC Steelers Radio to find our channel. You can subscribe. We appreciate that. And then obviously that preview will be published in audio form Friday at noon Eastern time. Look, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you follow us, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, uh, Pandora, does not matter. We appreciate all the love you've given our podcast platform. It's been tremendous. And make sure that your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers is none other than BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of said website. Have a great day, everyone. We will see you tomorrow. Go Steelers.